Thanks for tuning in to the Athletic Scholarship Corporation Radio Network. Heard worldwide on www.athleticscholarshipcorp.com. Your source for college recruiting help, training advice, motivation, and more from pro athletes, coaches, celebrities, and entrepreneurs worldwide. Hi, everybody. AJ Odell over at Athletic Scholarship Corporation, Athletic Scholarship Corporation's radio show found on the web at www.athleticscholarshipcorp.com and fed to ESPN satellites nationwide. Today on the show, another NFLer, another Steeler, somehow got Steelers this, this March, uh, but really close connection, former Cleveland guy, Cleveland St. Edwards, one of the top 40. Now you got that ESPN 100, 300 going. This guy was a top 40 in the United States in his recruiting class back in 1997. Played for Ohio State as a true freshman, All-American. Also won a Super Bowl ring and played in a couple years. Rodney Bailey. Rodney, can you give us a little rundown of what we just talked about in life now as as, as it goes? Oh, I, love, I love it. You know, actually, you know what? It's a process that we all go through. And uh, thanks for having me, AJ. Sure. You know, you, you play football, and I was a defensive lineman, and, uh, you know, one of the things I tried to run as far away from when I was finished playing, I was tired, I was burnt out. I didn't want to coach. I didn't want anything else to do with football. I didn't think that um, it was something that was in the cards for me. I thought, I don't know, I'll work some 9-to-5 job or something. I don't know. I mean, that's what I was thinking. But I, you know, took some time and, you know, saw that the place that I think I, I fit the best is with, the high school age kids, because I remember that's the place where I learned for one how to play football. I didn't start playing football until I was in ninth grade. Um, I'd done other things, but I had a great coaching staff that really motivated us to, to you know dare to be great and to uh, really push the envelope in training. And you know the experience was so pure to me. I wanted to give back that. So you know that's why I've been coaching the last four years. And, um, you know, it's been great. I'm down here in Clearwater, uh, Florida, Countryside High School, coaching defensive line. But, I mean, that's, that's the first step. And, I mean, there's a lot of other things I do, too, which we'll talk about. Yeah, I know there's a, there's a good spread on the resume. And one of the things that I always ask, like professional athletes, what did football bring to the table as far as structure in your life? Um, and I've talked to guys that have the same story I do, and, where we could say it saved my life, but what what do you, since you're giving back to football, I know there's an obligation. What is that? What has it done for your life as you see now, you know, older looking back? Well, you know what? It, football has allowed me to uh, see the world um, in, in the light that I probably would have never saw if I didn't play. And I got a chance to get to know people and learn how to work with people in a way that the world isn't really you know, naturally used to working with people on. I mean, you have to trust coaches, players, people you don't know uh, to get a certain job done immediately. I mean, it's there's no question. You can't go into this thing second-guessing and thinking, oh, you know, I kind of like that guy. No, you have to work with that person. And from a young age, it taught me to you know, work together to, uh, you know, be uh, successful at a common goal, something that, you know, you – 
once you become playing this game, if you are, you know, if you don't stay with those those sacraments this game teaches you, you can become very lost. So I really just basically try to keep myself even in that same football mentality now and everything else I do. I tried to walk away from it at one point and say, nah, you know, that was what I was doing. I was playing ball. But no, that's just actually who I am. So, I mean, that's where it's, it's become football has formed the mind of who I am and what I would like to do and the, and the character hacksaw, you know, who's out on the field, that's me. So, you know, that's that's what it's done for me. It's, it's created a, a monster, so to speak. Now, I'm fully aware of the St. Edwards uh, tradition, Maslin, having contracts with different schools like that. So I know that, you know, starting your freshman year, you got baptized by fire in the game of football by some of the best coaches you could ask for in Ohio, which is a football-rich state. And then you transition to being one of the top 40 recruits in the country. You go to Ohio State and play right away. Let's talk about your recruiting that you remember going through versus what you see today as a high school coach. You know, how's it how's it changed? Well, I mean, I was a born recruit, and, I mean, the process, you know, the kids today would think what we went through was a little bit boring. I mean, but, you know, we were, you know, it was it was similar. I just knew I was one place I wanted to go, and that's why I say I was a born recruit. I wanted to go to the Ohio State University, and I did. And um, that's where I went on one visit. I didn't take all five of them. I had my mind made up almost immediately, so I just really was like, you know, let's do it. I mean, once I got my, once I got the opportunity to know I was going to go to Ohio State, I ended the process out right there, and I spent a lot of time just <laughs> saying uh, thank you but no thanks to a lot of schools. And I, I just stayed true. I mean, and that's the way I was born and raised, and that's how I am. It was just to be able to, Make a decision, stick with it, and move on. Because after you make that decision, there's a whole lot more work to be done. And that's the one thing I think a lot of guys now are forgetting. After you get to that, there's a lot more work to be done if you want to get out there on that field. Because there's a lot of great players already there. Yeah, and, and I have friends. You know, obviously, I I went to an NFL camp. I wasn't uh, lucky, and, and not luck. I'm not downgrading what you achieved. Obviously, it's a ton of hard work, but there's an element of luck and right timing. And I've seen some talented guys just get waved and go to Canada and arena like myself. But um, when you look at these kids today, there's such a sense of entitlement in that they're the man at high school and they think that they're going to be the man when they get to college. And, and you and I both know we're in this profession that under 1% of high school athletes play Division One. We're not talking scholarship. We're just saying step on that field. So you're one of the few under one percenters so the 99 percenters what's your best advice to them on handling the recruiting process today well the one thing is i always tell our guys who have coaches make sure your grades are in check make sure they are that's not a question you know there are a lot of good football players out here who get passed up because their grades are where they should be and if you take care of your grades it's going to give you more opportunities to play football at a high level in this country because the parity has gotten a lot better since when I was younger. You know, you play Division One football or you can play Division Three football, you're still playing big-time football in this country. That's, you know, that's what's going on right now. There's players at every level. And if you can play football and if you're desired to maybe get an opportunity to go to an NFL camp or something like that later on, that's cool. But 
the main thing is to get your education. Your education is so if you can get your grades right coming out of high school, you get more opportunities. Because when we talk to as coaches, when we talk to uh, these college coaches, knowing what you know, playing the way you play is the second best secondary. They want to know where your grades are because coaches don't want to deal with guys with grade problems. Yeah, and you're on the money. I mean, a friend of mine, Sean Williams, Coach uh, Williams over at Bedford, worked with him closely. Tyvis Powell was a kitty coach that we helped promote, and, and and it's on the money. He said it today on social media. You know, the field, you'll take care of the football field. There's coaches at the, at the college level that can groom you and, and maximize your potential. But if your character issues are there and you've got social media issues and problems and your grades are bad, they just don't have time for it. You've got to be able to survive the classroom environment. The NCAA has gotten tougher than ever as of this year, 2016, and it's going to get harder on these guys. It's no more I'm good and let me cram all my grades and classes in my senior year and I'll get by. Those days are over. Right. Absolutely. So, um, but, so let's talk for a minute. Um, obviously, you leave uh, Ohio State, you, you know, four-year starter, correct? Uh, 34 games, am I right on those numbers? Yes, you are. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't like being wrong, but I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong a lot. Um, but anyway, you go to the NFL, you, you know, you, you get drafted by the Steelers, You've got good numbers. You, you go to the Patriots. You win a Super Bowl. What was that experience like, and, and how's that networked? You know that backbone of winning a Super Bowl, and the NFL supported you and what you're doing today. So I revert back to a lot. Um, you know, there's a lot of adversities that go on through the time you you know get to the top of your business and, and as Super Bowl champion. What I was going through at that time, I, I had a torn Achilles, and I had to rehab. During that time, that was the first time I'd ever been hurt, and uh, I had the support of Bill Belichick and the entire Patriot team, which was um, which helped me a lot through that process. Of course, you want to be out there, you know, playing as hard as you can during that process because you had played something football, and now your your job is to rehab. That process of learning how to walk again and to come back and play three more years after. Uh, with that type of injury is, you know, yes, we won the Super Bowl at that time, but there was so much going on emotionally and, you know, having to believe. What I saw during the championship run was 124 people in that organization who believed the same thing and, you know, went out and worked hard as they possibly could, each and every single one of them. If they won, but didn't do everything they possibly could to, to get to get by, and like you said, that's one of those things too. That yes, there's a lot, a lot of luck involved in that too, winning a Super Bowl. But the only thing I try to take mainly from it is the, the laser sharp focus and the attention to detail and the camaraderie. Because it's not just me out here doing my job with Go Junk Tampa, Florida. I have a crew that you know is on call and ready to work. You know, no matter what the adversity is, and that's what I learned the most in the NFL with all the teams I play for. Yeah, and it does transition into business. And, you know, for the listeners that are high school athletes, even the parents, um, you're going to deal with adversity. We'll talk about yours and even mine in a moment about uh, weight issues, weight struggles, and, and, and how you're being motivational and helping others at this point. But the adversity, it, it does transition into business. You can have a bad day, a bad week. You're not allowed to have a bad month in business. Uh, but every day there's you're fighting a fight, and I think – 
we learn that through sports, and if you can apply that to your life, you're going to be successful. Because you're an injury away from not playing, and that's the truth. That's why, yes. That's why the education is the most important thing. I mean, when you get out here and get this opportunity, which is an honor to be able to play at any level of football, because it's not easy for anybody. The game is a tough game, and it teaches tough lessons. And then we talk tough when we're in it. We talk tough when we coach it. And, you know, it's, it's something that a lot of people admire. And, you know, I, I look back at some of the people who didn't get the opportunity. That's what happens now. I get a chance to reflect now, and as I coach, when I see there's certain players who I would like to play. Uh, for me here in, in Clearwater, who just don't get the opportunity because they have to work. Or, so, you know, there is a lot of things that do have to line up for people to be able to play this game. Who is the best player uh, that you played against? It could be high school, college, NFL. I mean, who do you just admire their game, their style? Who's your? I saw you with Jerome Bettis, and obviously, you know, we – we have Terry Bradshaw as a spokesperson, things like that. But who is your – just somebody you just go, man, he's well, a man. Yeah, I think that's that, that's that's a – I mean, we, we there's a lot of people who can fall in this category, but there's, <laughs> there's that category, too, of, you know, who do you love to watch or who did you love to watch or who did who played – I mean, the best player I ever played against, man-to-man combat, for me, it's uh, Jonathan Ogden. Oh. I mean, oh. he, he's a six-foot, 350-pound – Leonard Dancing Bear, who, I mean, he would block you and he would treat you like a porcelain doll. He would not really hurt you. He just was, that's the best player I've ever played against. I mean, and, you know, getting getting a quarterback on him was very difficult every time he played him on a Sunday. But, the you know, Jerome Bettis, like you mentioned him, yes. Watching Jerome Bettis from the sidelines for the three years we played together, watching him lead the charge and with this, you know, I mean, emotion that I really, really tapped into. And that's what was so great about being his teammate. And he was such a great big brother to you. He was really out there, and you can feel him, um, you know, inside and out. He was just, he was, he was electric. I mean, he, and he still is. I mean, that's the, he's a dynamic guy. He was always very fun to watch. He really, the way his running style really just inspired the team. Now let's talk about your your big man camp coming up. I love them. I'm always attracted to the O-line, D-line, because that's where games are won or lost. You know, we all talk about spread and skill. and But at the end of the day, if you beat somebody in the mouth every play for four quarters, you probably win that game on the line of scrimmage. Um, myself, obviously, we, we had dialogue. Played center, was all state. Transitioned in, into a fullback. That was my natural position. But a fullback is a baby lineman or a, a linebacker on offense, as you call it, which is a dying position. Um, you can see these camps, Under Armour, Nike, 7-on-7. You see all these guys wearing a splashy apparel. And then the big guys are kind of overlooked, in my opinion, still to this day. And that's where most of the scholarships are. So if you're listening, you're offensive lineman, defensive lineman. We're going to talk about a camp. It's worth getting on a plane. I, I, you know, we're going to be involved in some capacity with helping with recruiting and, and, and getting guys promoted and helping Rodney promote this camp. But how many, how many NFL guys do you have coming to this camp here in June um, to help you with this? Between, I have them between 10 and 12 guys. I mean, there's a couple guys who said, hey, pencil me in, but I, they got other things going on. But uh, on the short list, I got Clark Higgins. Played with me with Pittsburgh, and he also played in Arizona and and um, with the 49ers. He's an outside linebacker. He'll be there running around. I got Anthony Davis. We used to play a right tackle for the uh, the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to fly up and help us out. Shane Olivier will be there. 
Uh, I talked to Matt Finkus recently. He's going to come down and help us out. Um, and, yes, it's all linemen. And the one thing that I thought I was here, I was, they have seven-on-seven tournaments all over Florida all the time. There's teams everywhere when football's over. And I said, what is all this seven-on-seven stuff? I was like, they don't do enough for linemen. So right, Rodney, right. Big, right. yeah, the Rodney Billy Big Man's camp is what I came up with. And I called up some of the guys who I played against who blocked me pretty dirty and some guys who I beat pretty good in the NFL. Um, I called them up and said, hey, you guys wanted to come over to St. Edward High School over in Lakewood, Ohio, and teach us some kids some skills for a couple of days. And that's what we're doing. And, yes, it is worth flying from anywhere in the country or in the world to come to this camp because you're going to get – Old school NFL technique, doing it the right way. I play with my hands, and that's what we teach. And we're going to teach, you know, we don't really do a lot. We don't do enough with these big men. I mean, there's a lot of kids who, I was a big kid. That's what we segue here into talking about, you know, what Chilbilly Nation is about. That's with um, fighting against uh, juvenile obesity. I mean, I was a big kid. I I had a... Um, High cholesterol when I was in fourth grade because I was just a big dude. I didn't play any sports, and the doctor said, start playing sports, and it'll help level you out. So I always, there's always there's big kids all over the place, and, you know, they're young. I wore size 17 shoe when I got to high school, you know. So I was always pretty, I was pretty awkward. I know how that feels as a kid. So um, I've always been big. So I thought that well, this would be a nice way to, Introduce some young guys into how big men who play this game, you know, we know how it is to, to be a little bit awkward. We can help you out with that. We'll show you some drills and have some fun. Well, at the end of the day, you can't teach size. It's a tangible. Most kids in their junior, senior year are awkward. Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen some guys that were just raw, 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 and you just go, what are we going to do with this? And then they start their junior year in college, senior year in college, um, we got to see if Alex Boone and Stepanovich are going to come to this thing, man. He's got some local guys right near St. Ed's Boone. Um, they, you know, yeah, they want to they welcome to come up. You let them. I'll, I get touch with them. I'll, I'll bring them. Yeah. Well, you know, what, what's the dates on that? If you want to let the listeners know and your website, how to get a hold of you, they want to register for this. I mean, I personally signed up for the newsletter today and. We're going to obviously work together on this thing, but how do people get a hold of you, social media, website? You know, How do they get a hold of Rodney? You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Hacksaw94, Instagram Hacksaw94, and also I have the Chillbilly uh, Nation. That is my company where we are acting a fool without acting a fool. <laughs> Go and get your www chillbillynation.com you can look for some information on there about the Rodney Bailey Big Man's Camp which will be held at St. Edward High School on June 13th to the 15th come on out O-line and D-line so I can show you some technique show you how to play the run show you how to play pass and get to the quarterback and, and more importantly there's some food being served there the boys are going to be hungry Yes. Also, like, also like, um, Chillbilly Nation on on uh, Facebook. We have a Chillbilly Nation fan page. That's going to be my podcast coming out soon. All right. Let's wrap up. I appreciate your time. Let's talk real quick about. Um, I know you were doing a lot of radio, uh, Ohio State for years, um, sideline spokesman. Let's talk about your motivational speaking about conquering fears, 
you know, achieving your goals and how that ties into the, the weight struggle that you see in, in today's youth? Well, I mean, I think it, you know what, the one thing that you have to, to take is this everything, I mean, even still forever and being a big man, like I was saying before, well, it, you have to work hard to do anything. Do, any, do anything successful, hard work is, is what is the key. And that is sometimes just putting your head down, taking, a, taking a, the right steps and doing things that sometimes you don't want to do. And it, it takes a lot of discipline to, to get this part done, but it comes from within. It's something that you have to fight, um, you know, whatever somebody else maybe, you know, somebody else's attitude. The best thing you can do is surround yourself with good people and try to make as many good things happen. And, uh, you know, we all have our ups and downs, but don't get too high with the highs and don't get too low with the lows. This is this is a um, this is one life, and there's a lot that can happen. But you always gotta stay positive and and just keep working. Yeah, I have a feeling at this camp there's gonna be some some speaking and some confidence building. Um, you know, I, again, oh, yeah. I, I, I appreciate your time greatly. I know you got a tight window today. You're running business, and you're, you're not you didn't go blow the money. You're still working hard, and and I respect that, man. I look forward to seeing you in June, and obviously we'll have dialogue before then. Um, but, you know, again, I appreciate your time greatly, man. Thank you. And one, one thing I wanted to mention, you talk about that motivational speaking. My mother, Diane Bailey, who represents the Professional Football Moms Association, she will be speaking at my camp. She'll be speaking to the parents and to the kids, talking about uh, growing up and uh, doing, uh, doing, doing your homework and, uh, you know, academics first. Yeah, the, the, the stuff that people don't like to hear, you know, it's it's funny with social. They like the stuff that, you know, is kind of negative at times and, and funny. But with this real talk, yeah, as people call it today, um, it, it doesn't resonate all the time. But it does stick with some guys. So I do appreciate your platform. I know, you, um, you know you've know, you got a lot of experience, and I look forward to tapping into a relationship with you guys and your big man camps and, and hopefully trying to spread this thing around the country. It, it's exciting. All right. Thank you, Adrian. Totally appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Athletic Scholarship Corporation Radio Network. Heard worldwide on www.athleticscholarshipcorp.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more college recruiting help, training advice, motivation, and more from pro athletes, coaches, celebrities, and entrepreneurs worldwide.